0: That's l-t-m-b-i-y at yahoo.com I also have a Facebook page and you can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries Just search for that Also you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You Hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be You once again from the friendly confines of this uh, tool room. Uh, so we're right in the middle of turning over so all these tools are out and they're inventorying and everything for these construction uh, projects and everything. So it's a little messy in here uh, but you can hopefully you can hear me just fine. I believe you can and uh, we're going to continue on with our series of the millennial series. Uh, you know the millennial kingdom, and we've been talking about the thousand-year reign of Christ and how it's a literal thousand years, as the Bible says, and uh, we, there's been some interesting feedback. We've had a lot of uh, good comments and everything so far in the series. Uh, make sure whatever platform you're watching this on, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, make sure you post them down below in whatever the comment section is, and I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. There's been a, um, on YouTube. There was a uh, brother there, Josh Gutzel, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, he asked some very interesting questions, very thought-provoking, and I'm going to get to you, Brother Josh. And um, the, he asked, uh, talking about uh, where those, they say we shall rule on this earth and uh, in in the book of Revelation, and he, and he describes that as us, and he was asking me about that. And um, I I will get to that probably... I think probably next next video, Brother Josh. I, I should be able to get to that next video. I may touch it a little bit on this one, but probably not. This video is going to be again the the third part in the overall series. Uh and this is the the first section, the leading up to the millennial reign. And we're we've talked about so far, you know, Daniel's seventieth week. What does that week entail? Who's it for? Um you know, by using Daniel chapter 9 as our reference point for Daniel's 70th week, that, that uh, some call it the tribulation period, others call it other names. Um, there's, there's a portion in Jeremiah, I believe, where it says the uh, uh, time of Jacob's trouble, um, which is true, and um, this is all dealing, God turns his focus back now to the nation of Israel. And during that time, it's a transition, just like through dispensations, there's always a little bit of a transition period. There is a transition, and there's there's things that are happening in that time frame that we don't see today. There's signs and wonders, and you know, old men shall dream, dream, and your young men shall prophesy, the Bible says. There's all sorts of things going on. By the way, the reason for that, one of the... One of the main reasons is Jews require a sign, and once again, the sign gifts will be back in play. Now, this is where people get kind of confused, uh, you, know, you know, Pentecostals and, and others, they talk about sign gifts being for today. But we have the Word of God, and not only that, we have the Holy Spirit sealing us, indwelling us, and teaching us these things. We have no need that the uh, that any man teach us according to uh, the, the the I believe it's in First John. It's talking about the Holy Spirit. Now we have men like myself and others that do teach, but we're more of a conduit. We're more of the um, the instrument, so to speak. Um, God doesn't speak in an audible voice. Those sign gifts, however, when the Holy Spirit, when Him that letteth is taken out of the way for that Daniel seventieth week, there is no more sealing. Um, if somebody could be um, have as much faith as you want in the Creator God and, and Jesus Christ and believe on Him and, and all these different kinds of things, but they receive the mark. The Bible says that they are cursed, they're damned, they, they will suffer the wrath, they will be sent to hell uh, if they receive the mark. And there's other different things, but there's no indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit will once again come upon people and they will testify, they will dream dreams, they will... Um, other sign gifts will be happening. In fact, um, there's all sorts of different things that we're going to discuss tonight that are specifically Jewish in nature. And um, that is why that time period is 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and thy holy city. Speaking of Israel, Jerusalem, and the nation of Israel, the Jewish people once again. And uh, being here in the nation of Israel, right now I'm in Israel uh, at the recording of this, and once again, God will deal with his people. He has not cast them aside. Um, he He's set them apart for a little while as far as the specific dealings with them, and so that all may receive the kingdom of God and uh, you know, the spiritual kingdom. What we are talking about is a physical kingdom, and we'll talk about that tonight, the beginning of that. Last time we talked about Megiddo, the Armageddon, the, um, the, the, the finalization of Daniel's 70th week and what the nation of Israel finally, as a nation, look upon him whom they have pierced. They finally cry out to him. You know, Zechariah 12, 13, and 14 speak of these things that are necessary, that they will do according to prophecy, and he will come. And he will come again to this earth, physically put his feet on this earth again. And we're going to see a little bit of that tonight. And there's a judgment. This is what we're going to talk about. There's a judgment that takes place. Some call it the judgment of nations. Others call it uh, you know, the judgment of the sheep and goats. Whatever you call it, it's found in Matthew 25. So let's turn over there and let's get started. Matthew chapter 25. Matthew, Matthew excuse me, my a little tongue-tied here. Matthew chapter 25 and starting in verse number 31. And we'll begin reading when it says, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. Now, we've discussed this before. Who could this possibly be? You know, I I don't know. Um, there's some indications as we'll talk next next time. There's some indications that that's the church, that's the church and Old Testament saints. There's all sorts of different things. I just don't know. However, it just says holy angels. It's not speaking of the angelic beings that were created by God uh, to serve Him in heaven. It's speaking about maybe us, maybe somebody else. Uh, as far as the Old Testament saints, we um, we'll talk. We'll discuss that more in depth next time. What is, but it says here, holy angels with him. Then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. This throne is the throne of David. This is very specifically set aside in prophecy that he will sit upon his father David's throne. Remember, he was fully man, but also fully God at the same time. He was of the tribe of Judah, the lineage of David. He is by rights. Uh, was going to sit on this throne. And that's what it talks about, the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations. Now, this is after the final battles and the, the sword that proceeded out of his mouth. There's still going to be people alive, physically alive. They Somehow they make it through it, whether they're sheep or goats, Well, as we'll look at it in a second. But they will make it through physically alive. Why? Because we we know this because people will live a very long time in the millennial kingdom. We'll speak a little bit about that in, a, in later episodes or later teachings in this series. But they will make it alive. They will go into that millennial kingdom alive and they will repopulate the earth. Millions upon millions and millions of people. Very quickly can be done, especially if people are reverting back to almost a Garden of Eden type atmosphere and everything remember God himself Jesus Christ rules and reigns for a thousand years everything is you know lion lays down with the lamb there's great harvest and I believe that he um, this is just my personal belief but I believe that you know with the earth tilted as the way it is at like 22 and a half degrees or whatever I believe that that happened during the flood this is another subject for a different day but I believe that happened during the flood but I believe it'll be put back right, zero degrees, and that'll change the climate just like it was pre-flood days. And people are going to be living a very long time. But the point is, is they'll repopulate the earth. But these nations, as it says in verse 32, before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. Well, once again, the judgment of the nations and sheep and goats is both found in this verse whatever you want to call it. But there's a judgment that's about to take place. Now, I had a question asked by a brother, uh, Ciro. Hello, brother Ciro, if you're watching. He said, well, I thought that this was a judgment of nations as a whole, these nations, to a certain degree. But when it says nations, it's a judgment of nations. Everybody is still judged individually. Remember, Jesus, as God, he, he can do what he, this will be very quick. Okay. And everybody will, I, you know, I, I don't see this in this verse or in this passage of scripture, but everybody will be like he's talking to them individually when he's judging them. Every person shall give an account. We will all stand before God one day. Now, I will be standing before God one day and clothed in his righteousness. Amen and amen for that. Because if not, you're not clothed in his righteousness, you're going to hell. okay. But I'm standing there because of what he has done. I'm clothed in his righteousness, but I'm still judged individually. So when it talks about nations, yes, to a certain degree, this means, I believe this just means the entirety of the world are all here, and he separates them. Um, Will there be people from every single different nation in one one, uh, sheep and one will be from the same nation in, in the goats category? Yes. Okay, and we'll see why here in a moment. Um, but it says gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats and he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left, then shall the King say unto them on his right hand, come ye blessed of my father, inherit the, what does it say? Kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. This is speaking of the physical earth that was prepared for them at the from the foundation of the world man was meant to keep the garden to rule on this earth and god would walk with him in the cool of the day you know and we we know the story of uh or not the story but the account of adam and eve pre fall conditions now these people will still have sin natures okay and we'll, and because later on they're all going to be a lot of them are going to be deceived. They still are capable of sin. In fact, the Bible says in a lot of different scriptures talking about this time period. We'll probably get to a lot of these where it talks about how uh, these nations, these individuals that don't go up to Jerusalem to worship every year to go to the the millennial uh, temple and so forth and so on that they will be judged as nations, as a whole. There will be drought. There will be all these different things, but those sins will be happening. That's why he rules with a rod of iron. However, from the foundations of this world, this is not going to be like pre-Adam like or Adam's day. Uh, there is going to be sin in this world, but the conditions of the world will be set up for him, the physical people that have alive through this, to inherit the kingdom. Watch this and read this again. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Those that make it through alive. Now turn in your Bibles to Revelation. Revelation chapter 20. And this talks about um, in verse one, it talks about the bottomless pit and how Satan is bound for a thousand years and cast in the bottomless pit, verse three, and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive, what does it say? The nations no more. Still sin in the world, but he's not going to be involved in it. No more deceiving them uh, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Um, And I saw thrones. And they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, who's them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image. Look at these different groups of individuals here. Neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ. A thousand years. This kingdom in Matthew chapter 25 is meant for those that make it through alive and those that were beheaded during this period. And I believe also, and down I told you, um, brother, uh, that I would I would try to get to this a little bit. I believe that also includes, you know what, let's just go to it right now. We got a little bit of time. That includes the 24 elders. Turn to your Bibles back to Revelation. You're in in Revelation right now, so turn back to Revelation. I didn't plan on doing this, so I didn't have it marked in my Bible. Revelation chapter 5. And start in... So John is weeping here. Um, No man in heaven or earth, in verse 3, was able to open a book, and I wept much. This is John uh, the Apostle speaking, because no man was found worthy. We're in verse number 4 of Revelation chapter 5. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders this is important, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders, who is speaking here? The elders, the four and twenty elders, the twenty-four elders, fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints, the prayers of the saints, still the 24 elders as everybody tracking so far. And they, who's they, the 24 elders, the antecedent, the pronoun of they goes back to the 24 elders. Okay. Read the Bible in the context. And this is what I was saying, brother, uh, brother, Josh, I believe that's your name. Um, I would have a an answer for you now. This may not be satisfactory for you, but when I read this, keep reading. Who is speaking? It's the twenty four elders. Now look and say, and they sung a new song, saying, "Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hath redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation." Now that sounds a lot like the church, doesn't it? Let's keep reading and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Wait a minute. Who? The 24 elders. They reign on this earth. Now, some people ask the question, who are these 24 elders? Great question. I have some personal beliefs about that. Uh, I have nothing that I've been able to find so far in my studies that definitively say who these 24 elders are. But I do know that the twenty four elders say they will rule on the earth. it doesn't talk about the sea of glass it doesn't talk about all the saints that are before the throne it doesn't it says the twenty four elders are saying this now some people say well it's a, it's an analogy or it's a it's a symbolism the twenty four elders represent the church age well you gotta kind of you have to kind of stretch a little bit biblically to in order to get that okay now if you want to believe that. Look, once again, this is not something that I'm going to divide over. However, when you read it in context, it says the 24 elders. Here's my personal belief. The 24 elders are, well, I personally think that these are the disciples, including the Apostle Paul. And then I think that the other 12, again, could be wrong, But when the Bible does talk about bounds of habitations as the number of the tribes of Israel, I believe these are people from one from each of those 12 tribes or 12 distinctions. Now, if you've looked at some of my other videos that I've done, and especially the one about interracial marriage, the Bible never tells what those distinctions are. And I think it does that on purpose so that you know, somebody's not saying, well, I can be the one that makes it out of uh, this nation or this, uh, this distinctive uh, portion of the 12, and I'm, I'm going to be the one that rules on the earth. Come on. The, but we don't know specifically who makes this up. And if you start hearing rain in a minute, it's been raining here for a couple of days. But the point is, is that this is not talking about all of us. It's talking about the 24 elders. I hope that clears that up a little bit. And if you read it again in context, the antecedent to that pronoun "they," they sung a new song. Who are they? The ones that spe- are speaking. The twenty-four elders, also the four beasts, but those are the the seraphim that have um, you know wings over their eyes and over their mid uh, midsection and over their feet, and they fly around um, constantly saying "holy, holy, holy." And, that was found uh, earlier, I believe, in Revelation, I believe, 4. Uh, but those are the seraphim, the same seraphim that I believe it was uh, Isaiah. I might be mistaken on that. Or Ezekiel. I forget. Right now it's escaping off my top of my head, but he saw those same four beasts or four seraphim that are around the throne of God. Um, they're speaking this this stuff as well. They're part of that they, but the 24 elders, the elders that are speaking are talking about ruling on this earth. So I hope that helps. The rest of the people ruling on this earth, we're about to see what their reward is and where their judgment comes in. Y'all are we ready? Let's turn back to Matthew chapter 25. That was a little side note. Um, I didn't mean to really go there, but um, you know, I felt like that was a good lead in to go ahead and talk about it. So from the foundations of the world, We're back in verse number 34, Matthew 25 now. For I was a hungered, verse 35, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Now, again, speaking to the entirety of the sheep here, he says ye. You know, the the Y means, you know, it's plural. But they're each individually getting, and how do I know this? Keep reading. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, They all answer the same thing. They're all doing the same thing, but they all answer it, saying, When saw we, thee, that's an individual, that's singular, thee, and hungered, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink to one of these. Well, was that directly to Jesus? Was Jesus walking on the, on the earth during this uh, Daniel 70th week? No, keep reading. When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee. See how it's singular? They're all speaking. They all had to be a part of this dispensation. Dirty word uh, for some. Anyways. And when we, or when, verse number 39, saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee. This is why I, not only, I believe, is the King James Bible the inspired inerrant, infallible word of God preserved perfectly for the English-speaking people, but this is so specific when it's talking about the, that pronoun is singular. Now keep going. And the king, who is this Jesus, shall answer and say unto them, verily I say unto you, okay, all of them, but individually at the same time, if you catch my drift, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one Of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Now, if this was an entire nation, that means that one nation, one person in that one nation can do that to one individual and the whole nation is saved? Nope. There's only one national salvation, and that comes with Israel. That's it. When that entire nation, what's left of them, by the way, uh, there's 144,000 Jewish boys, uh, virgins, um, they're not boys, but they're men, virgin men out of every tribe <laughs> of the 12 tribes, 144,000 of them. There's that many. And then however many else are left, it won't be much. They'll be almost completely wiped out. They say this. Then he shall, or excuse me, uh, going back to verse number 40. Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. One person to another person have done it unto one of the so it has something to do with visiting Jews, by the way, as I've talked about before, or proselyte Jews. The Gentile nations, in order to receive these, excuse me, uh sorry about that. These Gentile nations, in order to receive these blessings, in order for them to be, they have to be proselyte Jews. Don't I didn't write the Bible? That's there's so many different places where that's what they're talking about. There's sign gifts again and everything else. It's a very old testament Jewish dispensation again. I'm sorry, but it is, and they have to observe all these different things and they have to go and do these specific things like visiting people in prison, like Jews or proselyte Jews. And so, as they're doing this pure religion, you know, going and feeding the poor as far as these beggarly Jews and all these other kinds of things. This is part of it. Now, there's other things that we're not going to get into in this study, but, um, you know, people want to argue back and forth about salvation during this period. That's not what this is about, but this is verbatim what it says they're getting judged on. Okay. Keep reading. Uh, this is the in order to make it into this millennial kingdom, by the way, and not get cast into the lake of fire. We're, now we're coming to the goats. Then shall he also say unto them on the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Hmm. For I was hungered and ye gave me no meat, I was thirsty and ye gave me no drink, I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked, and ye clothed me not, sick and in prison, and ye visited me not, then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered or a thirst, or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison, and did not minister unto thee. Many in that day shall Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? This is another time where people are going to be trying to say that stuff. Didn't we, when, when did we do this? We did all these mighty good works. Uh, we no, they had the, the seal of the antichrist in their forehead or in their hands. They did. They were the ones that were persecuting people, chopping people's heads off. And they're just saying, well, when do we see all this stuff? Then shall he answer them saying, verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Life eternal where? In the millennial kingdom. This is the last thing before the we enter into the millennial kingdom, the thousand year reign of Christ. Now, I may have said some things tonight that maybe you don't particularly agree with, um, but like I said, biblically, ask great questions like uh, this brother did uh, on YouTube. He asked a great question. It seems like it's, this is us, and uh, he's asking a very great question about that, and that's perfectly fine, but we can go to the Word of God and we can seek answers, and I think that's what we did tonight. So, again, thank you for joining me on this uh, continuation of the study of the millennial kingdom, the one that's been prepared, the same one, by the way, the disciples, as I talked about earlier, said, you know, Lord, when you enter into your kingdom, can I sit on your right hand? Can I sit on your left hand? Can I do all these different kinds of things? The same ones that were saying in Matthew chapter 24, we didn't, we didn't discuss that portion, but those same ones that were asking, uh, let's see, let's see, I don't want to misquote it here. Matthew 24, how it starts out. Jesus is still talking about Daniel, he talks about Daniel's 70th week and goes right into the millennial, right up to the end of the or beginning of the millennial kingdom. But in Matthew chapter 24, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for, to show him the buildings of the temple. And, you know, Jesus is telling them, hey, you know, these are not even going to stand one stone upon the other. Uh, they should be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, which I got to stand on too, which was amazing. And we'll wrap it up with this. Tell us when um, shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus starts to talk to him about these wars and rumors of war, but it's like, what, it, Lord, what's going to happen at the end? And he starts describing Daniel's 70th week, and he said, there's still more to come after that. Talking about this kingdom, the kingdom of Heaven. Don't get it confused. The kingdom of heaven is this physical earth. And by the way, we'll get to this in, in a later portion of the series, but we talk about after the millennial reign, what happens after that. And that's going to be very interesting and a good tie in for a lot of this stuff as well. So, anyways, thank you for joining me. We're right at 30 minutes, so hit the time frame just right. If you have any questions link it uh below you can uh, write a comment and uh you can also write me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com ltmbiy at yahoo.com thank you for joining me i'm brother michael d'angelo and let this mind be in you and i'll see you next time